Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co. here, as always, with my co-host, Aaron Co. What's up? And we are presented today by Goosehead Insurance. Aaron Co. Do you want right. to talk a little bit about it? Or? I'll be opening up in February. Um, again, 30 A-rated A uh, carriers that we can choose from so I can find the best price and best rate or best uh, coverage for everybody. So very excited to get that going. So uh, reach out to me at aaron.co at goosehead.com. All right. Sounds Do good. It. So today we have a lot of news, I guess. We have, you know, James Harden really putting the nail in the coffin, making his way out of Houston. Um, we also have the college football playoff happened. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have some other stuff. But before we get into that, follow us on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. at AaronCo29. Like, comment, subscribe, all the dumb YouTube stuff. And, yeah, I guess uh, let's just hop right into it. Unfortunately, starting with some bad news, rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda, um, a long and uh, prosperous life. So, you know, it's unfortunate. It was was hard not to like the Dodgers because of him when I was a kid. So, you know, they won uh, World Series in 88. Um, And he was just a likable, you know, Italian pasta-eating guy. Yeah. just a really lovable, a lovable character. In addition to obviously, you know, uh, managing some winning teams. So, uh, yeah, always, uh, you know, sad, sad to see, see it go. He lived till ninety three. Not bad for a yeah, guy that ate like yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like you know this is one of those situations. Fortunately, where you can just be happy that you know the the life happened and yeah. and you know hopefully you know obviously hopefully the family's doing well. But I miss I miss characters like that in baseball. Yeah, there's no that's the thing. There's no there's marketability. No Weaver, there's no Lou Pinella, there's no Tommy Lasorda. No, no. Like name a manager that, that you give a shit about. You know? There's nobody out there. There's nobody interesting. Madden, I guess, would be the only one. Sort of. Eh. Eh. And I eh. feel like his shtick is kinda of worn off. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, uh, let's. I guess let's just move forward from that. So we have the Harden news that I briefly mentioned. So the uh, Rockets coach Stephen Silas today said that James Harden was not at practice and that they felt that it was best for the group and best for James not to come to practice. <laughs> so that comes from Tim McMahon on Twitter from ESPN. And then Woj retweeted it and said... The Rockets are playing to keep Harden away until a trade is done with front office weighing best final offers from Brooklyn, Brooklyn and uh, Philadelphia sources tell Ramona Shelburne and me. Process is moving quickly now. So 100%, this just f- means that as soon as this episode gets posted, James Harden news is going <laughs> to drop. Yeah, so yeah, let's. Sure. I, the plan today is we are going to just uh, talk about you know, uh, both teams and pretend that James Harden's on both of them. Okay. All right. So, damn, the Brooklyn Nets just gave up Jared <laughs> Allen, Karis LeVert, and a first-round pick for James Harden. Okay. Um, so, you know, obviously you got three ball-dominant guards. We uh, will talk about Kyrie a little bit later. Um, actually, probably really soon. But so you have three ball-dominant uh, guards slash wings, whatever you want to say. You know, all of them are scorers. All of them need touches, especially Harden. Do you think that he comes in and 
fucks no. fuck shit up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were asking a different question. Yeah. Um. So you don't you're not betting on him to win a championship. No, I just I that's fantasy basketball right okay. there. That's not that's not building a team. You know the, um, the you know you know the redeem team right? Yeah. So before that, I don't remember the years, but you know the the they lost with uh, NBA players in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and people thought that could never happen. Well, that's because that was a fantasy basketball team. Yeah. So the next time around, they built a team instead of a fantasy basketball team. So, um. You know, I wish whoever gets hardened luck, I think it's going to be really hard to have him blend. I mean, if you're going to bring him in to take all the shots, then, you know, that, yeah, that might work. But um, I just, I don't know if that guy can win a championship, to be honest with you, just unless he really changes his game. And I don't know that he's capable of that. Well, do you want to know what I did today? What did you do? I put some money on the Sixers to win the conference championship. (laughs) That would be, I would say, don't you think that would be a better fit? 100% a better fit. Yeah. Ben Simmons, obviously, you know, he, he's he's a, a ball-dominant player, but his half court is atrocious, so essentially what you would do there is James Harden doesn't want to sprint up the court, so Ben <laughs> Simmons is going to run transition, and then you just give Harden the ball, he can run half court. And Bede is obviously going to need his touches, but... It's not, I mean, Harden does also average seven assists a game or something. It's not, you know, Harden, he takes ridiculous shots and the ball is in his hands all the time, but he does, you know, he does spread it a little. So, yeah. Um, I think that's 100% a better fit. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, the Sixers are already rolling as it is. They're, they're, I think they have the best record in the league still. So, I, I was like, big gamble then. You know, yeah, I know. I know. It's a big a gamble. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, Doc Rivers did went in there and did exactly what I I didn't predict that he would do, but I speculated he may be able to do, which is get Tobias Harris to be the player he once was. Tobias Harris earned this massive contract from the years he played with Doc Rivers. Right. So, you know, uh, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I'm a hundred percent certain. You know, I'm gonna keep refreshing my Twitter feed during this, but I'm 100 certain. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we uh, hit stop record, that he will get traded, and it probably won't be to either of these teams. <laughs> probably yes, yeah, somebody totally different. Yeah. I, I hope he gets traded somewhere that sucks. So um, yeah, the quote that he said last night. Um, where was it? Okay, yeah. It was James Harden says the Rockets are just not good enough. I love this city. I literally have done everything that I can. I mean, the situation is crazy. It's something I don't think that can be fixed. That's th- that last sentence, half sentence is what what kills what kills you. Yeah. The rest of it I'm okay with. Yeah, they're not good enough. Yeah. That's true. That's what a leader a leader would say. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that, but then when you say it can't be fixed, um you know, yeah, you got to get rid of that guy at that point. And yeah. maybe that was a calculated move on his part. I mm-hmm. don't know. He's not a dumb guy. He's just a little weird. He's yeah. a wacko. But he, I think he's actually a pretty intelligent guy. Yeah. Um. So that may have been calculated for him to, oh, to it definitely that, was. To, to, you know, move that trade along. I'll tell you what, he could be a good blocker, you know, for, you know, at his weight. You know, yeah. He could, he, yeah. He could open some holes He's chunky. You. Did you see the – did you hear – 
I don't know who it was on the broadcast. He was like, it was pregame warm-ups, and, you know, they show the guys warming up. He goes, James Harden definitely had a pregame meal, averaging 27 points per game. Because he he's wearing those baby blues, you know, that oh, they have, and it just it accentuates. He, like, pulls his sweats up super high. He hikes his sweats <laughs> up and tucks it in. It's just a bad look. But here, also, one last thing about this whole situation is this is what John Wall had to say in his press conference last night after, shortly after. Whoops. Hold on. Hey, it's not, it's not look show at the me DMs. saying wow to everything. I know. You just say wow. <laughs> I didn't know I did wow, that. Wow, wow, wow. Three in a row. Jesus. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> cool. Hold on. And, um, like I told everybody tonight, I told the guys in school tonight. When the 1 through 15 guys all on the same page, they commit, they know their role, they know what they want to do, they know what they want to get out of this, and that's the win, you all will be fine. But when you have certain guys in the mix that don't want to buy in all this one, it's going to be hard to do anything special, do anything good as a basketball team. I've been on those teams in my 11 years, been in the league. I've been on a team like that in my first five years where it was all about me, 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 not about the team. And that hurts. And it brings everybody down. So when we can get all on the same page, we can be something good here. And uh, we can't dwell down on it because it's only been nine games. Like, come on, man. You want to jump off the cliff off of nine games? There's a lot of basketball still be played. Any day, so, a yeah, lot of guys. I like that quote. You yeah. Know? I mean, he pretty much summed up what we're all thinking i feel like um yeah and i'm glad john wall didn't shy away from that either yeah it's interesting that he even addressed it he's saying what it is yeah i'm I'm curious (laughs) to know uh i'm curious to know what the question was actually asked how the reporter phrased it yeah um yeah i don't know so yeah, that's the James Harden situation. I mean, we've known he's wanted out. We've known that they've been looking for trades for a while now. So that's what it is. Um, all right. We already kind of said this might happen, but it did. B.O.B., Bill O'Brien, is now the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Now that Steve Sarkeesian, who... Actually, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, yeah, Alabama... Hiring Bill O'Brien to replace Steve Sarkeesian. And, I mean, you know, I feel like it's probably a good hire, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's a good move. I mean, he, you know, he's probably not a head coach, certainly not a GM. No. But, Jesus Christ, no. But it's a good good place for him to go to kind of re- rebuild things and, yeah. and get things going again. So I think they want to, you know, run kind of a pro-style offense there. Yeah. So that'll be a, a good fit, I think. So why – okay, like – there's been a few times where you've just typed LeBron James shitting on LeBron James references in the notes, <laughs> what? and not one, not two, not three, not four has been in the notes for I think a month and a half now. <laughs> you and never, I just I just haven't talked about it. You never deleted it. I haven't. I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> you put it back. I deleted it. God damn. Fine. We're addressing it. He said he would win seven championships with the Heat. Okay, fine. Uh, Fucking how many win with the Heat? Now. How many did he win with the Heat? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um. All right, man. Moving on to. Hope it doesn't end up back in there again. Yeah. Moving on to the man he won the championship with in Cleveland. So, <coughs> Kyrie, if you don't know, he is taking what what has been uh, labeled as an extended break, although I think it's only maybe a, a week or two. I don't really know the full extent of it, but he is taking a break for personal reasons. So now before we get into this, 
It's this is four minutes, so I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do the whole thing. Oh I just I just want to get the first little bit of what Stephen A. Smith has to say. Do you think that Kyrie is worth all of this drama? No, he's not. He's not worth it at all. A matter of fact, um, let me say this straight up and down. I think Kyrie Irving should retire. I think he should <laughs> announce his retirement today. Clearly, you don't want to play basketball bad enough. Now, you might still want to get the $33.4 million, obviously, uh, devoid yeah. of uh, some of the docked pay you'll receive because uh, you've, you haven't complied with uh, safety protocol measures. And as a result, the league is going to determine when you come back instead of yourself uh, or taking personal leave and obviously forfeiting game checks or whatever the case may be. But still in all, at the end of the day, you know what? You're still going to get, you know, in excess of $20 million at the very least, even though you're on the books of $33.4 million this year. Kyrie Irving has has not prioritized basketball. I'm not saying he doesn't want to play all, all, all together. I'm saying he hasn't prioritized it. And how fair... All right, that's enough. Um, so... Would they trade him for Harden? Just garbage uh, for garbage? I don't... I'm guessing Kyrie probably has a no... Uh, he might have a no-trade clause. I don't really know. I don't know the details of his contract. Okay. I don't know. You might be able to do that, actually. I don't know. I... I really don't know. I don't think – I think uh, Katie still likes Kyrie, though. Right. So – I hope James Harden goes there because I want to see the three nut, – the biggest nuts in, in the NBA. You from know. pure entertainment yeah. value, oh I God. 100% hope that happens. Yeah. From a betting man standpoint, I would rather him go to Philly. But <laughs> also, yeah, I, I want him to go to Brooklyn just for the – just for the uh, – Oh, man. You know, the, the keeping up with the Kardashians yeah. aspect. But – Will you like the soap opera – part of it That's i do truly why you like the nba <laughs> so i think this would fit right in you know yeah. you'll, you'll be you'll be grabbing your popcorn and watching the nets <laughs> every night yeah all right um what was i gonna okay yeah so let's talk about it though so what do you think of this extended break uh, actually you know I'll, i'm gonna prevent i'm gonna prevent sorry not prevent present all the evidence before you give your full take okay um to be fair Last night, the Nets tipped off, tipped off at 7.30, and at 7 o'clock, he was, he was in a virtual event for a Manhattan, Manhattan district attorney candidate. So, he's not just sitting on his ass. And he did say, he's quoted as saying, I am willing to give up everything for social justice reform. Okay. So, what, you know, Kyrie has said some wild shit. He's done some wild shit. He's well, a very retire, like Stephen A. Smith said. Very, so that's what I'm saying. So like he's very aloof. Now, is it is it fair to his team and fair to the NBA and fair to the fans to try to balance this as much as he is right now? Or also, on the other hand, is it fair to Kyrie to tell him, you know, obviously he has enough money for the rest of his life and the rest of his kids' lives, but to cut off your livelihood, to cut off, you know, is it is it fair to Kyrie to say you can't you can't follow your two passions, reform and, and basketball? You can't, like, you have to choose one. Not if you're not showing up for your teammates. See, that's what I'm saying. So, so yeah, I, I agree. I think it's, at the end of the day, I think... You know, you can still do things if you if you really want to live both sides. You can still do things for social justice reform. To be completely honest, 
I don't know how big of an impact him joining the Zoom was. Um, I don't know. However, I will actually no. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. He's informing himself, so I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. But it's better than being at a strip club. It's better than being at a strip club. So that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. People are here's here's what I'm bothered by. People are freaking the fuck out about Kyrie all the time, and James. But it's just funny when James Harden goes to a strip club. Yeah. Like. Why are we? Why are people mad at Kyrie? He's, I mean, why? Okay, I get where they're mad at Kyrie. Why are they? Why are they mad at Kyrie but not mad at a guy like Harden or a guy like Lou Will? Why? And because Harden has a goofy beard. Yeah, true. Oh, actually, also He's I forgot. Looking. I forgot. Kyrie was. Never mind. I sorry. Kyrie was at. Uh, I think his sister's birthday party without a mask. There's video of that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So. There's just been a lot, a lot with this guy. I think, you know, a great trivia question someday will be who who hit the game winning, uh, series clinching shot when LeBron won his la- you know, his title in Cleveland. Yeah. And Kyrie, Ky- that guy. It'll really, be, you think be, that's gonna be his legacy? I, I mean, he's a he's become kind of a joke. Ah, not as a player, though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he goes to Boston, and Boston immediately gets worse. Okay, okay, so he's... I, I will and say he's become... better after he's gone. I will say... Okay, yeah, yeah. I will say in that in that aspect, yeah, his legacy has not gotten tarnished, but is you know, it's gotten soiled a little. So, I, I just... People are going to know who he is, though. If anything, I feel like this... I feel like what you're saying is his po- he won't be a popular name ever again. I feel like he'll still be a popular name. I don't know. People I are going to know Kyrie Irving. Maybe for the, you know, if it, this stuff keeps up for the wrong reasons, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll pull it back together. I don't know why you need a break after nine games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, obviously, no one when really knows. When you didn't knows. even play last year? No one really knows what Kyrie's ever thinking. And, um, yeah, I just I just think... If he's if he's gonna go, if he's claiming to go all in on reform, then do it. Yeah. You can also balance both of them, but when you're in a league like the NBA, unfortunately, you just gotta like you can't just pick and choose with it. Yeah. It would be nice if you could, but you also can't pick and choose with any other job. Well, yeah, when you're making what does he make in thirty some million? When you're when you're yeah. making that sort of money, imagine if. You know, if Russell Wilson was sort of, eh, I think I'll take a couple games off. You know, yeah, I, it's different you, with the NBA. You're you're all in. I, I, you know, as a fan, as a teammate, as a coach, any of those, whatever box I, I, you know, I would potentially be in. I want somebody who is all in, especially if it's you know, arguably the best player. Um, I want them all in. If they're not all in, I don't want you there. I just go. I away, agree with that. I agree. With re- that. Retire. Get yeah. a trade. Just yeah. get the fuck out of here. I'd rather have a, a guy with half your ability who gives his heart and soul every night. I'd I agree much with that. I'd rather have that. I agree with that. I just, I think people are shitting on Kyrie for the wrong reasons. Probably, yeah. Um, and they just, because he's, he like said he was a flat earther, which I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> I genuinely think he might have been kidding. Uh, you know, he burns sage in the yeah. arena. He does weird shit. He's a weird dude. He's a fucking weird dude, but. There's a lot of weird people out there that are also good people, and it's just kind of, I don't yeah. know. How come our big social justice guys have to be Kaepernick and this guy? Like guys I know. that are kind yeah. of dicks. I know, I know, I know, you I know. know. Like people forget that Kaepernick was not very well liked by the people around him before 
before the kneeling. Yeah. Um, that he maybe wasn't the best teammate. People are forgetting all that. It would be really nice. Yeah. Like, what if a guy? I, again, I don't want to. I don't want to. Th- I I don't want to put it all on LeBron. I, I'm not doing that. And he does say some things here and there that are that are worthy. He opened up a fucking school. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Cri- I'm not being critical here. That's just here. what LeBron like, fans do on yeah, Twitter. Like he opened pick, up a school. Pick pick any big personality superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever that is. You know, maybe you have a, a, a better name, um, but uh, held held Davis, you know, the, you know, from the Lakers, like any, oh, any AD, guy yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. What, what if he went all in on social justice? You know, it would be mm-hmm. like somebody with an actual personality. Yeah. Giannis, nice. even Giannis, anybody like anybody that that has a personality. Dame. Yeah. Dame. Dame would be a good one. Yeah. But we get these. Like weird dudes, like let's come on, somebody with somebody likable. Yeah, <laughs> it would help so much. It just it's funny because saying know. anything, saying anything like not positive about Kaepernick, just like there's I don't know about people yeah. watching this right now, just because there's not very many people that watch this. But you know, if if a hundred thousand people saw us say this, they would be like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. And and it's I'm, like whoa, 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 just like. Kaepernick the per it's real. It's real. He's not necessarily Yeah, he I hey, I you know, um I've come around on on what he did. Mm-hmm. I, I still love the fl- the you know, the 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 national anthem. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't love that. But I, I think, you know, yeah, he he's uh, you know, uh martyred himself, you know. Yeah. So I I, re- I respect what what he did and the and how it kind of opened some doors for, for sure. other people to to do that and there's no doubt he had an impact. I just wish it was. What if he was like a brilliant speaker that could get up and talk? Yeah, you never hear the guy talk. Yeah, you know he talks with his action and that's. Great. I think. I what think... if he was like a Martin, you know, the Martin Luther King level half of that speaker? Yeah. and could get up and really rally people. It's it's funny though because. I think, I mean, he's actually, I know he's academically really smart. Yeah. But, so I, I don't know, I mean, maybe he just, if he put his effort into it, maybe he could. I don't know, who knows. Let's it's just, just not who he is, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I just, no, I'm not, I'm not criticizing him at all. I just, I would love to see somebody have that um, attitude towards social justice who is also I mean, Russ. A, a leader. Yeah, a Russ. Yeah. yeah. But those guys, man, they're... They're like, oh, I don't want to piss off my, yeah. the people that write write me checks. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Kaepernick though. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so one last thing. Uh, this was gonna be my clown of the week, but I thought of another one during the show. Um, so Andre Johnson. <laughs> tweets if i'm at deshaun watson i will stand my ground the texas the texans organization is known for wasting players careers since jack is it easterby easterby i don't even know jack Easter, uh, no. i believe it's the owner has walked into the building nothing good has happened in slash for the organization and for some reason someone can't seem to see what's going on pathetic and then arian foster said um i don't keep up with much in the league so i don't know who buddy is <laughs> so he doesn't know who Deshaun Watson is, but he says, but I know my brother and for him to get this out of pocket means there's got to be fuckery. LOL. Dre is the calmest cat on the planet. So 
Uh, just pretty interesting story here that Andre Johnson just felt the need to pop off on Twitter. Now, you yeah. see him saying um, Dre is the calmest cat on the planet. You do instantly think of this. <laughs> so, yeah. But I have heard Arian Foster talk about that, and apparently. That, that corner was the biggest dick yes. in the NFL. Corlin Finnegan, yeah. yeah. So, apparently, not only had that been building up for years because they yeah. play each other twice a year that yeah. had been building up for multiple years but apparently people were messaging him for weeks after just like finally thank yeah. you like yeah. football players retired players fans yeah so yeah um just an interesting story and and i this that's kind of an alternative take of being in a bad football situation standing your ground against the owner of the team Ugh. that's kind of a bold one you know, the, that's, that's what happened to like Calvin Johnson. I yeah. feel like you know, I don't know. No, no. So um, I'll I'll just I'll just go and maybe I'll think of another clown of the week while you know, and <laughs> as we get uh, as we you know when yeah. we get to that point because Cal McNair was gonna be my my clown of the week. Oh, we can wait. No, let's just roll okay. with it. That's okay. Um, you know, uh, many people that listening to this. I don't know if you've been in this situation yet, but you know, like management calls you every all the employees in and says hey we're looking for a new ceo we're looking for a new principal we're looking for whatever right a, some a leadership position we want to get your feedback on what you're looking for and then everybody gives the feedback and and then they say oh look we found somebody that fits the description but then you kind of know all along that it was all bullshit mm. that and i think deshaun watson kind of figured that out yeah so they didn't really want his opinion no they just wanted to make him feel like they you know like he was important and they wanted his opinion um i would rather if i was in his situation and i've been in his situation in in jobs okay not not that i was a superstar but (laughs) but i've been asked my opinion and I would rather somebody looked me in the eye and said, "We're gonna hire a guy, and you're either gonna like it or you're not." Yeah, but we're making the decision. You're you're an employee. You know, you're paid a salary. Part of your salary is mm-hmm. not to decide who your boss yeah. is. And you 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 know you hate that, but but what is worse is I value your opinion. I want to know what you think. Because then it's just clear it's they think bullshit. you're fucking stupid. Like, yeah, there's it's patronizing. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. So he saw through that. Um, so I, you know, um, there's so many things I, I joked, I think I joked a couple of pro- podcasts ago that, you know, if they could have an all white football team, they probably would. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure the, I, I don't know. I think it was Easterby or McNair. Someone was like, what's the strategy going forward? And he said, we're going to build a wall. Yeah. That's part of it too. That was, yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you like? Yeah. Like, just don't use that like, phrase just, for a while. It's just the. Come on, bro. You know, yeah. no, no matter what he meant by it, it's just, just know better. You no, just gotta you just, know better. That's not. You just don't touch that right now. You know, no, no matter what your thoughts are, you just don't. You just don't. Don't do that right now. Not, not smart. It's not a good move. No. All right. Yeah. Um. So we got some some Seattle centric news. Uh, Wagner gets his six All Pro. DK and Adams were on the second team. Schneider got extended. Uh, to 2027 through the 2027 draft draft okay yeah, yeah. so and then um shoddy got fired so we you know we talked about this 
together a decent bit. Um, it's for uh, philosophical differences yeah. and seeing that we scored the most points in team history last year. It's a little concerning, but also, I mean, we passed a shit ton. Yeah. But also, why is Pete involved at all in the <laughs> offense? Well, the co- the head coach has to decide whether to go for it or not. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's part of it. Um, you know, there are always complicated, if you have an offensive minded head coach and, and, and defensive coordinators, that's always a little weird. It was weird sometimes with Holmgren. Um, and then on the flip side of that, yeah, you have a defensive coach and, and, you know, who's the boss over the offensive coach. Mm -hmm. That's always a little weird too. Mm -hmm. Like the dynamic is tough. It always is. Um, you know, first of all, quickly back to the Schneider thing. It's so Schneider-like because he doesn't like attention. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. I swear to God, I think he said, let's announce my extension. And then an hour later, fire, <laughs> then you go ahead and fire um, Then you go ahead and fire uh, our offensive coordinator so we know – um, so we know who, you know, so, so people will, won't even ask me about my extension. Yeah. Like nobody will give a shit about yeah. me. They'll only care about the offense. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting, but you know, you know me, I'm not a big fire the coordinator guy. I think it's the lamest and most easy, easy target. We all want to do it because, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to blame our quarterback because we know it's hard to get a quarterback. We don't want to blame the head coach because it's hard to get a really good head coach. We don't want to blame the roster because we can't replace the whole roster. But we can – I tell you what, how many how many offensive coordinators would we have had? Let's, let's just go over the last five years. How many offensive – if you could – if you had Seahawks fans vote, fire the coordinator or not – how many offensive coordinators would would the Seahawks have had over the last five years? If you like, could every week, okay, I was going to say take week, a poll. week to week. Yes, week to week. I think five years, uh, sixteen weeks in a year, or seven. Well, sixteen games. So, um, give me, give me forty eight. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just add, you know add up the number of losses and that's that's your number. Yeah. yeah. Um so um that being said, it was really tough to watch the offense not adjust. Mm. They still what people don't realize is you look at Russ's numbers and they were poor over the last half of the season, but they they called you know 63% of the um, play calls were were pass calls. Now some of those end up being Wilson scrambles, but those were called pass plays. Yeah. So they were still, they were still calling pass plays. They just weren't working, and some of that is because the league adjusted. They went from single high safety to more of a double, uh, you know, two high safety look, more dime coverage, and the Seahawks weren't um, battling that and forcing them back into single high. So that's what when Pete says he needs to run the ball more, that's a lot of what he's talking about. It's it's not easy to pass against you know, a defense that's looking for the pass. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It is, you know, you wonder who they're going to get. Um, it is, it's it the, is like, concerning. You know, we've, we've brought this up a ton that it's the question of, well, who's better. And yeah, you don't, you know, I mean, Adam Gase, 
kidding. I don't want it anywhere near this franchise. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, the list. You want to talk about the? What did you think? First of all, what did you think of the of of the firing? I mean, I you know, I'm I'm indifferent about it. I just think in general, when you score the most points in team history, I think, you know, uh, work out your fucking problems when you're the defensive coach and you have a problem with the coach who is yeah. calling the plays and is scoring the most points in team history. I think, but you it was broken. Work it out. It was broken though. In the second I mean, half of the season. Y- y- yeah. So, um, whoever's fault it was, it was broken and Pete's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think. I think, you know, I don't know what was said between them. I don't know what meetings took place. I would have liked to have seen some compromise and some collaboration before he got fired, yeah. which I think is what Holmgren said on the radio when yeah. we were listening. He, he liked to make it work, you know. He didn't like to fire guys. Yeah. And Pete doesn't either. So th- that's what makes this weird, and that is that is what makes me feel like it probably had to happen if, if he said we're not going to fire him, and then he fired him the next day. I don't know what, you know, yeah. what happened there. So, anyway, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, those are my thoughts. And as far as replacements go, you know, the first name that popped, that's, that popped up is Doug Peterson. Just I, because, would, I would like that. Yeah, just because he's an offensive guy that just got – he's top of mind, so that's yeah. wh- where everybody goes. I don't think there's any relationship there. Um, you've got the uh, – the, the former chief, uh, sorry, the former Chargers OC who got let go, obviously with the Anthony Lynn staff. Mm-hmm. Also Anthony Lynn, um, and then Pep Hamilton, who's an offensive assistant on that part of that staff. And we saw some things with uh, um, Herbert, you know, yeah. that, that may, maybe you think so. Uh, I don't know how you say the guy's name. It's Shane Steichen or Steichen. I don't know. Is the uh, was the Chargers OC. He's kind of a run guy, but obviously we saw some dynamic passing with Herbert, you know, setting the record, the rookie record for yeah. touchdown passes. So he's one that I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. I don't, I'm not going to say I know a ton about it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know shit about shit. You've so. got John Morton who, um, a Vegas, uh, assistant. He's not the offensive coordinator, but he was, he was, um, Pete Carroll's OC the last three years at USC. Okay. Now that's an interesting one because I think Pete's gonna. One of his first thoughts is who, who, who can I work with? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not. He's probably not gonna hire somebody that he doesn't know. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. So that's one. Tony Ellis Elliott, the Clemson OC. You know, guys like him, they they have to choose their path. Yeah. Okay. Tony, do you want to be a college head coach or an NFL head coach? Yeah. If you want to be an NFL head coach, then then you know, uh, coaching Russell Wilson uh, and you know and the Seahawks offense, you know, pretty good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might set you up if you can succeed for a head job. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks current passing game coordinator is uh, Dave Can- Canales. I think is how you say Canales. I'm not sure. I don't know. Sure how you say his name. He's already there. You know that mm-hmm. would be a very smooth transition. Yeah. And then um, Pat O'Hara, current Titans quarterback coach. Those are the guy, the names that I've seen thrown around. That list came from, and I hate to even admit it, from the Seattle Times. These are all names that I'd heard thrown around, but I, that's where I saw that actual list. So I will give them credit, even though I don't like the Seattle Times. Yeah. So. so. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about them, so. I don't know. It'll probably be 
someone if even if it is one of those guys it'll be someone that the fans are pissed off about yeah because you know who are you gonna get like what's the big you know fans want a big name because they we, we want to feel sure that it's gonna work Definitely, right yeah if, if you bring in you know john morton yeah from the from vegas you're gonna be like oh great you know mm-hmm. but the reality is we won't know and at this point i can't i mean are you gonna know ever until no. the playoffs right you're not gonna you know the whoever they hire is on probation yeah by the fan base until until we get it done in the playoffs yeah yeah all right um let's move forward so <clears throat> we have ryan bowman is returning for u-dub that's just great news and then u-dub added a transfer grad quarterback yeah this is kind of kind of old news that we just hadn't gotten to yeah. before but bowman coming back is big it's a he's a, a good pass rusher can't have enough of those guys. So mm-hmm. they've got a couple of young guys coming up and having a vet like him coming back is big. He's a good college player, probably not a huge NFL prospect. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll make he probably he will probably make an NFL team or at least get a practice squad. Yeah. But he's not, you know, I don't think he was gonna be a high draft pick. So For sure. All right. Um and then the grad transfer QB is any good? I don't even remember where he came from. All right, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but they needed a guy with some yeah. experience yeah. because yeah, yeah. they have two they had two scholarship quarterbacks. One transfer. Of, one will be a true yeah. freshman. And I think the Heward family would like uh, Sam Heward to redshirt. Okay. So that's the report I'm hearing. So cool. you don't want him to have to be the primary backup yeah. right away. Unless he's gonna be you know, if he's gonna start, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, let's hit some divisional round predictions. So we'll go off the lines on ESPN. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad I got Buffalo at one. Um, whew, yeah. So anyway, Rams Packers that'll be taking place on Saturday. Oh, all of these games. Wait, what? Oh, it never mind. No, no, no. Two Saturdays, two, two Sunday. Day, yeah. So I was like four games on Saturday. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. But no. Um. Rams Packers 1:35 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. You got the Packers at home minus six and a half. Um, do you do you want to go first? You want me or? I I just can't imagine. Um, part of me like part of me would like the Rams to really compete in that game, so I feel better about what happened. I want the Packers to win by 30 points. I don't care. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I. It's one of those things like, you know, you, I, I would only want them to, to do that just so I can feel better about yeah. the Seahawks. Yeah. That's it. But that being said, I, I expect, uh, a, you know, double digit and beyond that victory for, for uh, the Packers. You're playing in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that. I just don't think the Rams are going to score a ton. They're going to nah. be able to run the ball a bit against the Packers, but that, that looks like a you know, the the biggest gap of the weekend, in my opinion. Me too. All right, we got the Bills, minus two and a half. I got them at Ooh. minus one. Yeah, yeah I moved minus. quite a bit. Damn. I told you to hit it, man. I got minus two. I told you to smack it. So, Bills, minus two and a half. I couldn't even think about football for days. Oh, yeah. No, me neither. Yeah, it was tough for me. Yeah, I did our tough. podcast. That was like, you know, eating broccoli. Yeah. After, you know, I just wasn't wasn't ready to, to do it but i didn't even think football was over for me no for a few no, days no. There, i was so. in a football depression yeah yeah so ravens bills minus two and a half buffaloes at home give me them i'll take the bills yeah i like them being at home now one thing that 
intrigued me last week with the Ravens is they fell down two touchdowns, and you're thinking they're not going to be able to come back from that, but they they were able to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes you, you know, that it, it, it makes that narrative of well, if the Bills get out to a lead, the game is over. That might be a little bit off the table, but I like, you know, I I like the passing game of the Bills much better. Um, I think you have to throw the football uh, successfully to win in the play. I mean, look at look at Ryan Tannehill, right? I mean, they he does well in the regular season, but you get into the postseason, the defenses are usually better. Mm-hmm. You have to throw. You have to throw to, have to, to. to score points. You know, you're going to run still. Yeah, you're going to run to move the ball, but you're going to score by throwing mm-hmm. touchdowns. So um, I just don't know that, that Lamar is the passer that you need to, to take you into a deep That pick he run. threw last week was just oh, so Lord. terrible. That was awful. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, we got Browns, Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 10 at home. Give me, the, give me the Browns. Yeah. I'm smacking the Browns on that. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of I yeah ten. I, I don't like ten points in a playoff game. That's a lot. Ten. It's not like the Chiefs. Chiefs aren't as dominant as they were last year. Browns are dominating. Yeah. The Chiefs have been winning close games. Yeah. Um. I I expect. I don't this understand to be, that line at all. Yeah. I expect this to be single digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One hundred percent. All right, and then Bucks Saints. You got Saints at home minus three. Now this one, mm. I just really have no idea. At all. I want no part of this one. I want no part of it. <laughs> I want Drew Brees to get another shot at a ring. From I want... Yeah. Here, how about this? Let's also do who we're rooting for in, in, in the divisional round to make the Super I mean, Bowl. He's rooting for Tom Brady outside of Tampa. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> and maybe, maybe New England. Yeah. Um, I want Drew Brees to get another shot. And then if I wasn't a... If I wasn't a Seahawks fan, I think I I said this years ago before they were good. I think I would be a Bills fan if I wasn't a Seahawks fan. Mm. I said this years ago before they were good. Um, so, I, yeah, Saints Bills and or or Saints Browns that would be sick too. Saints Bills though, I think I like that matchup the most. I just man, I I feel like I should like the Browns, but I don't I don't really like Baker Mayfield. All yeah, he, annoy, he annoys me, and I'm tired of his fucking stadium commercials. <laughs> You know, I just like how did that guy get such a bag yeah, when he's done I don't nothing? Know. Um, very strange. But I, I have, I for some reason I just can't root for him. Okay, I was very impressed with what they did. They got a lot of luck though. A couple of tip balls yeah. that landed in people's hands. Like yeah. that, they got some luck. So I'm, I'm not too sure about them. Um, the Bills. I, I like a lot of what they they have. I'm surprised at their passing game. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that he could do that, and you know, very shocking. Um, St- Stephon Diggs, right? Yeah, Diggs, yeah. Um, you know, has just totally opened that up. Mm-hmm. Quarterback is way more accurate than than anyone ever thought he could be. Probably even his own coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as the you know, I predicted the that the Saints would win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. I've had my doubts throughout because yeah, yeah. they look a little shaky at times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm rooting I'm rooting for my bet. And part of it is I, I would like to see Drew Brees win one more ring. I think he is one of the greatest of all time. I think he deserves another. People will hold the one ring against him, mm-hmm. you know, when you have those conversations. He's not even in the conversation, right? When you no. talk about greatest quarterbacks. He should be, but he's his not. His name's not in there, no. but he's like statistically one of the best. Yeah. They've been good virtually every year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I would like to see him. I, I you know, I'm sick of Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't like him. Um, Tampa Bay, whatever. Uh, you know. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't like Bruce Arians in his stupid hat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Minus three. Who are you taking? Well, oh boy. I. I go in circles every time I think about this game. Me too. Well, you got Drew Brees, but you got Tom Brady. Well, yeah. Tom Brady's really fucking old. Well, so is Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, you just keep going and mm-hmm. uh, going in circles. Um, you know, they're they're both they're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, defenses are both good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I you know I'm gonna go Saints because they are at home. Interesting. Um, I know they won't have the the dome crowd yeah. rocking, but, um, but you know, three, you know, three point spread. I think yep. they win the game, but I don't know. I yeah. still, I still don't want Tom Brady with the ball in his hand with a minute and a half left. Yeah. I still, you know, PTSD there, you know, um, we'll see what happens, but I'm not at all confident in, in picking either team for that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to take the bucks. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take the bucks on that. I, I think that, you know, I think Tom Brady, I don't know, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and say that they're going to win, but no, I'm going to say they're going to win. I think the Bucks are going to win, unfortunately. Okay. I want the Saints right. to win. I think the Bucks are going to win. So, yeah, that's how we're going. All right. Now, I believe that only means one thing. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> it's the Howard Schultz Clown of the Week. Yeehaw! All right, so I'll go first this time. Um, so my clown of the week is going to be Steve Sarkeesian. Oh, yeah, Did I know. He gets shit faced again or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So he, I. He's the offensive coordinator, you know, assistant coach of the year. Just schooled everybody in a national championship game. Yep. New head coach at Texas. Yep. I must have missed something. You did miss something. (laughs) What did I miss? He said, God damn it. Okay, it's fine. He said something along the lines of, we're gonna sing the song and we're gonna sing it proud. Oh no. And and we're like, this is not gonna be a discussion. We're gonna sing it. Okay. Yeah. So that obviously meant that he he's mucking it up with the boosters, and they're like, "Well, boy, what do you think about that song?" <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'll I'll fucking sing whatever song you yeah. want." Yeah. Yeah. If you if you give me a bag. Give me the bag. Yeah. What do you know? What the song is? No, I don't. Who fucking? It was Bomani. I swear, Bomani Jones tweeted something about it. So I. But I, I keep meaning to look this up, but there's some controversy about the song. It's a hundred-year-old song. Hundred-year-old songs have issues. Yeah. Even the you know U-Dub fight song says "Mighty are the men," which yeah. could be offensive to you know half the people in the world. Okay. Got it. The eyes of Texas. Okay, so he said, "I know this much: the eyes of Texas is our school song." Good thing you know that. Okay. Uh, we're gonna sing that song. We're gonna sing that proudly. He knows. He says he knows there are tough discussions that need to happen, but that's our song, and we're fired up to sing it. Oh God. Um. 
Let's look at the lyrics. This, this, is a fun, <laughs> this is a fun exercise. So you can go on your Clown of the Week while I look this up if you want. Okay, so we already kind of addressed this, but, you know, the Houston Texas Texans, Cal McNair, the whole organization really um, have just bungled everything over the last few years. Um, you know, and then just, just how they've handled Deshaun Watson – you can't put your franchise in a situation where your franchise quarterback is demanding a trade because one they're if they don't trade him, then he comes back and everybody there, the players all around that leader, your quarterback know that, that he doesn't want to be there. And that makes it very difficult to win. You can't have a quarterback who's saying he doesn't want to be there. So do they trade him? What do they get? You know, how long does it take them to find another quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. They've really, I mean, who have they, they've never had a quarterback, right? In their mm. history, other than the no. Sean Watson. So, I mean, uh, what's his name? Maddie, Maddie Schaub was decent there for a few <laughs> right. years. He had a couple of good years, yeah. but you know, um, it's hard, hard, hard. People that want to get rid of Russell Wilson or different fan Clowns. bases that want to get rid of their quarterbacks. It's so hard to find a, yeah. an above average quarterback. Very, and to find a championship quarterback is incredibly difficult. So, so the um, the lyrics. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't. I don't see where it's supposed to say this in the lyrics. But um, the lyrics of the song have been interpreted as embracing the lost cause ideology, which advocates the belief that the practice of slavery in, in the antebellum South was just and moral. And that the the Confederacy was was just and moral. Okay. Um, in June 2020, several players requested that the university replace the song without racist undertones. Um, Earl Campbell and Ricky Williams spoke out to keep the song in in place as, as UT's alma mater. Um, I'm proud of that song, says Campbell. I think there's a lot of things that can be done other. Th- in the song, uh, other than the song, in my opinion, I just believe the eyes of Texas stands for something. Okay, so apparently there's some undertones and some. So I don't want to read. I don't want to read the lyrics out loud. And... The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. The eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get away. The do not think you can escape <laughs> them. Oh. <laughs> at night or the. Or well, in the early morning. It's a little creepy. So who are the eyes of Texas? That's the thing. I don't know. And who cannot escape? The opponent? I feel like I read yeah. that as like you're fucked. Yeah. Like bow down to Washington. Are we making Asians bow down to Washington? <laughs> right. No. Like that's not that's not what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't again, I don't know anything about this song, so that might the lyrics I just read might not even be the right lyrics. I yeah. So uh, you know anything I say, take it with a grain of salt. To me, if there's if there's not something specific in there, I kind of wonder. I mean, but that's uh, so hard right now. Brooklyn is acquiring James Harden. Oh my god! Wow. There we go. Let's go. I'm so go. glad we were still on the podcast. Wow. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, here so we go. Do we know what the deal is? Here we go. Uh, wow. Woj tweeted that uh, two minutes ago, and it has 20,000 likes. Um, okay. Holy shit. Uh, there's no there's no news on what... Man, maybe we should just keep recording until we get news yeah, on we'll what's just sit here back. and stare at each other. So, okay, here. How about... I'll speculate. So, let's see. I think that... I think the Rockets are going to get back... 
I think they'll get Jared Allen and Karis LeVert. Okay. Mm, no, no, no. And some picks probably. Or- yeah, I just it's hard to tell. I mean, he. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Hmm. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm just gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, they kept Jared Allen. I'm gonna say it's Karis LeVert and two first round picks. That's what I'm gonna say. Karis LeVert, two first round picks. Okay. Okay. That's my prediction. Um. Yeah, there seems to be nothing, nothing yet on who it is. Um. Holy shit. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. What's well, yes? Ya, Finally. That's, that's gonna be interesting to watch. Finally, we get to break some news. Even though we'll post this in an hour, <laughs> right? Right. Um. Yeah. That's that's really exciting though. So. Uh. Yeah. I. It's gonna be great because I'm gonna cut the clip of me reacting to that, and we're gonna be talking about Texas's racist song. <laughs> and it's good. That's probably a good conversation to get out of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's wow. Holy shit. Wow, I mean, Kyrie. Nice. Kyrie. KD and James Harden? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's I don't know if it's gonna work, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be interesting. Damn, holy shit! Wow, wow. All right. Well, I guess I mean let's just move to our lock and our player of the week, and then I'll circle back to Twitter and and see if. Oh, that's a three-way deal. Oh Coach shit! Just tweeted twenty-six seconds ago. Um, reporting. Karis Levert, Dante Exum, uh, Karuks, four first round picks, <laughs> four net pick swaps. Jared Allen, okay. Torian. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so Brooklyn is acquiring James Harden. Okay. Um, Karis Levert, Dante Exum. I don't even understand what this means. So, okay, okay. Karis LeVert... Okay, um... We're just gonna work this out live. Dante <laughs> Exum... Is Dante Exum... He's not... Yeah, he's on the Cavs. Okay, yeah. So, he tweeted this badly. He, this is not a good... He didn't do this well. Okay, um... So, Karis LeVert is... So Karis LeVert is leaving the is leaving Brooklyn. Dante Exum, I believe, is going to Brooklyn. Karooks is leaving Brooklyn. Four first round picks. So this is just all what it includes. So the Cavs have a 2022 pick from the Bucks that's in that trade. Gotcha. So there's just gonna be a lot of shit moving around. A lot of stuff moving but around. essentially what is leaving Brooklyn for sure, what is leaving Brooklyn is Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. Torian Prince, four Nets pick swaps. Wow. So what a pick swap is, if you don't know, they are they are a little complicated, is if the Nets end up with a better pick than the Rockets, then the Rockets can choose to, to swap it. And then if... That ain't if happening, they, by the way. If they don't, and, but if they don't, I think they get a second round pick for the next year or something oh, like that. okay. There's some compensation you get if you don't swap. Gotcha. So... Holy shit. Okay. Brooklyn. Okay. Um, Brooklyn has granted James Harden's wish to be reunited with Kevin Durant and the Nets. Huge haul for the Rockets. But the Nets were determined to get another All-NBA player in his prime. 
Okay, so Jared Allen. So wow, they got rid of Levert, Jared Allen, Torian Prince, Karuks, and then not four first round picks because one of those is the Cavs pick. So Jared Allen going to the Cavs is really interesting. The Cavs, what the fuck did the Cavs do? They gave up Dante Exum, and I'm guessing, did, if they give up Dante Exum and a pick for Jared Allen and Torian Prince, that's a great trade for the Cavs. Hmm. I don't know. So okay, let's let's do. Let's see, um, let's do our our lock and our player of the week, and then we will. Yeah, we can come back and see if there are updates. I got a DM about it right now. I'm just saying we're <laughs> podcasting. Oh man, yeah, that's um, that that's crazy. Well, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, like I said earlier, fantasy basketball. We'll see. Fantasy if it works. basketball. I just don't know. Unless they throw an extra ball out onto the court, there's there's going to be some problems. Yeah. I think. All right, who's happens. who's your who's your lock? Uh, my lock is um, I really like Green Bay. All right. Minus six and a half. That I was just, almost my lock. Yeah. Um, I had another one ready just in case you went first. Uh, but I, th- yeah, I just think six and a half. I think, th- I think the Packers win by more than a touchdown. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have, uh, I just don't think the the Rams are going to score a lot of points. Like, like we said earlier. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I support that, that, uh, that lock for sure. I, I would take it as my own. Honestly, um, my lock, however, as I'm stalling, is going to be <clears throat> whoa. Okay, my lock is going to be the 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 Bills. Bills minus two and a half. Yeah, that was my other. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually my other one. Bills minus two and a half. I got them minus one, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, taking them two and a half for sure. So yeah. All right. What's your what's your who's your player? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Travis Kelsey. All right. I think he, you know, as we talked about earlier, I don't expect that to be a big blowout for the chiefs, but I think that he'll make a big difference in that game. Uh, you know, keeping the chains moving a couple of big plays. Um, so yeah, I, Travis Kelsey is going to, going to be the man. Sweet. All right. Yeah. So my player of the week, and this is tough. Okay. So I'm going with an NBA player. This is tough because stuff might get postponed. So yeah. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say my NFL player of the week. So this isn't my real one. This is just in case stuff gets oh, postponed. Oh, look at you. No, no, no. It's just if stuff gets postponed in the NBA because <laughs> it actually might. So my uh, – You're going to be like, well, I was going to pick that one guy. No. But... My, my, uh, my backup player of the week is going to be Cole Beasley. Fuck it. All right. Um, my main player of the week – is he sneaky athletic? He's that, very sneaky yeah, athletic. He's yeah. just shifty, it's you know, quick, quick. For, for a white for a white guy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, my player of the week is uh, Christian Wood for the Rockets. He's mm. already been balling out, and Harden's gone, and I just think Christian Wood's going to continue to ball out, which is interesting because I I don't I don't know if we ever talked about Christian Wood and where he was maybe going to sign this year. But I did say I thought he was a fluke last year because he played for the Pistons and it was only 18 games that he was showing out. Mm-hmm. But I believe in him now. So <clears throat> um, Christian Wood play play against before our next podcast. They play against the Spurs twice and then the Bulls. So I think yeah. he's, I think he's gonna go off. If you're doing fantasy basketball 
Well, I guess he's already on a fantasy basketball team, but trade for him. Yeah. <laughs> trade for yeah. him now. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. Those points are still got to come from somewhere. Uh-huh. Like somebody else is going to be dribbling and, and shooting the ball now. So Houston will be, will be very different. Very different. Yeah. Okay. Um, hired. Okay. I just, sorry. what will that player's, um, averages be over the rest of the season? How many points will he average? Who? Your, your player over the week. How many points will he average over the rest of the season? 23. Okay. 23. I don't know what he's at right now, actually. He might even be averaging more than that right now. Oh, but, wow. okay. Um, look, I just like this tweet. Oh, boy. This league. The league. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, I guess, you know, I, we got – I feel like we covered enough of the Harden trade. Mm-hmm. To We don't have to sit here and wait for more updates on it. You got – Exum headed to, I believe, Brooklyn, I think. You got some pick swaps, four pick swaps, and some some other picks in there. You got a Cavs 2022 first-rounder via the Bucks, so that's not even a good first-round pick. Oh, there's another part of the trade. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. This always happens, dude. God damn you, Woj. Reed, what does it say? Um, the Rockets are expanding the deal to send Karis LeVert to the Pacers for Victor Olad. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Why did the Rockets want Victor Oladipo? Seems odd. Does he have an expiring contract or something? I don't know. But he's, he's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> That's really interesting. Okay, so Karis LeVert, why did the Pacers want Karis LeVert? So Victor Oladipo was an all-star, and then he got injured, and he just hasn't been the same. I don't know what his contract's like, but... I I don't know, like, he's such a question mark. I just have no idea what Victor Oladipo is going to be like for the next few years. Karis LeVert is a great, you know, he's a great bench scorer, a, a good a good starter, a good scorer for a starting lineup, too. It's just an interesting deal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think we can, I think we're good to go at this point. Got anything else? No, I don't think so, other than I'm just going to be waiting to see who the, the Seahawks hire as yeah. offensive coordinator. And, uh, It'll we, probably move quick. Probably will. Pete usually does. And we won't, like I said earlier, we won't know what it means until a year from now when we see yeah. if they make the playoffs and how they do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, you know, like, subscribe, comment, all the dumb YouTube shit. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mason Charles Co at Aaron Co twenty nine Aaron Co on Facebook. The audio ebook, or sorry, the the ebook hardcover and softcover are all on Lulu dot com. No, are all on Amazon dot com, and yeah. then the hard and softcover on Lulu as well. And yeah, Goosehead Insurance, peep it. Oh um, yeah, I guess that's all we got to say for now. I uh, love you guys. Peace. See ya.